I mean, I guess we could. I, I guess we could go to like a Starbucks and 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 record. I don't know. Mm. There might be ambient. Might sounds. be a bit too much ambient sound. I could just go to right? your place and we can record there. <laughs> we could. I mean, but uh, like you know, I also don't want to be like, oh, it's here and and you're coming over here. You know, I, I want it to be equal effort. You know, this friendship oh. is all about equal effort. <laughs> We are we are equals. Me and DG are equals. That's what um, that's the principle of that's the basis of our whole friendship, right? DG, you consider yes. me your equal, right? R- right? Yes. <laughs> it's like, of course I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's diminutive. No, I'm joking. All right, let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Older But Not Smarter. Thank you for tuning in once again. Um, And I think uh, over the course of the week, we've also uh, realized that uh, there are people listening to this podcast that we never realized were actually listening to this podcast. (laughs) So we would like to thank you all for your, uh, for listening. Um... Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to two, um, I was going to say adults, but like I said, I don't feel like an adult. <laughs> Almost adults. Adult adjacent. Adult adjacent. Yes, I'm a 28-year-old man <laughs> saying I'm adult adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So thank you for uh, thank you for listening once again. Just would like to remind everyone that hey, if you have any questions or comments, there is a link in the episode description that you can go to, and you can leave behind whatever um, violent reaction you have. Maybe there's something you think um, we should be canceled for. <laughs> go go leave us go leave us a voice memo telling us why we should be canceled. <laughs> That we'd like so that. Funny. Yeah, we'd love. We'd definitely like that. Anyways, I'm gonna let DG um uh, introduce the topic that we're gonna talk about tonight. DG. Okie dokie. So this week's topic is cancel culture. Super yes. fun. Okay. So what is cancel culture? Cancel culture, or like call out culture, also known by that. It's a modern form of ostracism where someone is like thrust out of social media or professional circles, whether it's like online, social media, or in person. Right. um, Because of an opinion they may have or shared or an action they've done that is considered offensive by Mm -hmm. a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. so they're ostracized and therefore called canceled. Right. And people basically don't interact with them. Yeah. Considered offensive by by generally most people or I maybe not even most people maybe people who are just very vocal would you say would you say that's right just people who don't really do anything and hang out on twitter all day (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you are are you saying the people who propagate cancel culture are people with no life is that what you gotta touch grass (laughs) touch grass (laughs) 
plants. There's actually a sky. <laughs> um, I think I think that um, I think it's mostly keyboard warriors too, like people who have, you know, who are so outspoken on social media and who feel like they can say absolutely um, anything in um, in social media. Those are the people who really propagate cancel culture. But I guess so. Do do we both agree that um, it's a negative thing? Cancel culture is a negative thing. I think it's a, com- a complex thing that can be debated. Right. But for the most part, I'm like pretty much 65% cancel culture is really, it's not the best form of action to take, I would say. Right. Do you know the history uh, of it? No, I don't. I, uh, not really. I just, I think it just crept up th- these past couple of years. Um, I don't know. I may be wrong. Um, and, and like I said, okay, like DG said, I just want to reiterate that it is a complex, um, it is a complex thing, but I do remember, um, being very aware of it during the, the peak of the Me Too movement and everything Mm. was being exposed about all these men who were really taking, um, you know, advantage of other women. And Mm -hmm. I do think in that sense like all the all those guys that were exposed that was that was right and so i think it grew into a different kind of monster if you can you can say that yeah it's a it's a completely different beast i think i I mean like many things right many things start with good intentions and then they Mm -hmm. morph into uh something that gets totally out of control uh you know so i think that's probably what happened to, uh that's what happened to cancel culture but it is complex yeah i was actually just gonna seg into a fun fact if you said no but i like your answer a lot <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean what what no like no it's not entirely bad no no uh the history of cancel culture oh it's like a fun fact i looked up on google what is the fun fact so the term cancel culture stemmed from a song written by a man called Nile Rogers um, back in like the early 90s. So Are you serious? A, yeah, the so early 90s? I, I think so because it references a movie called New Jack City, which took place in 1991. Okay. Um, so the history of it is he basically wrote the song after a bad date with a woman who expected him to misuse his celebrity status on her behalf the song is called your love is canceled so so yeah it it goes back into what you said about how cancel culture is basically like a collective action to help overcome like a huge power imbalance between like a certain person and like a larger group of people interesting i didn't know that i never knew about that me neither. It, that I is mean, a it fun fact. Wiki- it's from fun. a Wikipedia article, so it could just be wrong <laughs> if someone's messing with me. I mean, but, you know, it's fun either way. I mean, was there a source cited on the Wikipedia? I mean, that's the that's the cheat, right? That's the cheat yes, everyone the cheat. taught us. Like you yeah. could look up you could look up Wikipedia, but just use the source Wikipedia uses. Don't use Wikipedia itself <laughs> as a source. Mm-hmm. Okay. DG's actually Anything. checking this. I'm I'm checking. I want to know the source of this. 
Okay, it was uh, okay. It was from the Washington Post, so that's oh well. I mean, that's pretty legit. yeah, pretty legit. Okay. okay. Anyway, so back to the questions. Do you support cancel culture, which we've discussed is a complex issue, but do you Ooh. support it overall? If it hasn't been obvious already, my faith is a big part of who I am, mm-hmm. and I look at and I look at the world through the lens of you know, through the lens of my faith in God. I base my decisions and my principles on the Bible, the Word of God, and mm-hmm. just um, seeing it in the sense, looking at it in the sense of how Jesus. Um, offers grace and God offers grace to everyone. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I cannot support um, uh, cancel culture. Okay, I, that makes it seem like I can't. Like I have no choice. Like I choose not to. <laughs> I choose mm-hmm. not to as well. Um, people have a lot of everyone. Everyone. Ev- everyone goes through a lot of stuff, and everyone goes and. Uh, does stupid things. Some some things may be stupider than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think they should be um, completely like left out. I'm not saying that's not what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are consequences to actions. You know, of course, yeah. There are definitely there are definitely consequences to actions, and there's definitely consequences that they have to um, they have to um, struggle with. Like yeah, you're not gonna be, um, you're not gonna have the same like job anymore. People are not gonna look at you the same way, and I mean, hey, because you did something, these are the consequences of your actions. You have to deal with it, but um, uh, it doesn't mean that people should. Uh, for me, for me personally, I'm not going to take part in like just shutting off a person or completely condemning a person because that's not um i mean the simplest way to say it is that that's not what god told me to do that's mm-hmm. not what uh that's what that's not what jesus has called me to do so no i'm not uh, i don't want to take i don't want to take part in it although um i mean it's easy to fall into it it's easy to fall into you know Oh yeah, that guy's dumb. The guy's, uh, that guy is uh, stupid. Yeah, he uh, don't give him a chance or whatever. It's easy to fall into that, and I do admit I I fall into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I I try, <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. I uh, I try not to take part in it. Very nice, said. Yeah, um, like you said, I don't think from any standpoint, it's a good idea to just completely write someone off because of something they did, especially if it was, like, in the past, like, years ago. Like, if something, yeah. like, a word, a word they said and it was, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the... I can't remember who what celebrity it was. Was it Kanye West or... Or Kevin someone Hart? said... Kevin Hart. I mean... Oh, yeah, probably yeah. Kevin Hart. It but was Kevin Hart. I th- yeah, like he said something really offensive in the past, like ten years ago, which was a different time. Like, right, the social uh, language was different, where you can get away with saying things, and it wasn't like considered offensive by people. Because as you know, time moves on, moves on, we become more like you know conscious and aware of the language we use and how we should use it. Yeah. But yeah, like 
he was completely deprived of an opportunity for something he did 10 years ago, which exactly. is insane to me. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't like cancel culture because it's, it stems on like impulse and like this need of like moral superiority. It's like, you feel the need to exactly, be like, oh, he exactly. did this before. So we gotta, we gotta get on him. And it's like, yeah. cringe. It, it really, um, it really stems from a place where you really think you're better than someone. Yeah. Like it's, I want, I, is it like, is it reasonable to say like, it comes from a place of like, low self-worth maybe at least some insecurity where you just need to be recognized for doing something or standing on a certain side of like maybe stance i don't know but i i personally don't like it i like people being accountable for things they've done i think the i don't want to say nice thing but like about cancer culture but i think it's what's the word i'm looking for it's not nice it's definitely not the word nice Mm. the the useful aspect of cancel or maybe call out culture is shining a light on something a person especially if it's recent and it's like a a person in power and they just keep going under the radar for something because they're so powerful no one really wants to stand up to them because the thing about call out culture is like it's just civilians on the internet so it's not like a journalist or something where they can actually get in trouble for slandering this person Exactly. So it kind of shines light on terrible things they've done, like, you know, the Me Too movement with, like, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein, yeah. Yeah. So it does a decent job of putting attention on issues that were otherwise flying under the radar or weren't given much issue about because those higher-ups had the power to, like, silence maybe all these journalists or whatever who wanted to write about it but couldn't because it's difficult to put a silence on like random civilians on the internet because there's like so many yeah so i like that it sheds light on issues that would otherwise go unnoticed or be silenced but i don't like how it's just sort of like boom bam done yeah and sometimes they like for no reason i'll go way back of from a person's existence or twitter like just to find an issue with them it's right. like if you go back on every moment of my life, I'm pretty sure I have done something absolutely terrible. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Oh, I hate Danny. Danny's freaking terrible. Right. I'm not being friends with Danny, you know? And like, the only difference is that you're not you're not a celebrity. You're not well known. Yeah, I'm just and like that's a why you can't be person. canceled. Right. Mm-hmm. But also if like maybe if we were like the type of friends that maybe you found out I did something horrible, you wouldn't want to be friends with me. Like I like, okay. But basically, wait, I have another question, but let me finish this. I think we can all agree that neither Eric and I particularly support cancel culture, but recognize its use in some situations. I mean, uh, okay, I just want to add before you also um, uh, before you also ask Mm -hmm. another question, I think because there are a lot of times when uh, I did like what you said about cancel culture, like really looking way, way back and just Mm -hmm. and just trying to find fault. But there's also like a difference. I mean, like with the Har- with Harvey Weinstein, right, and all that uh, mm-hmm. the expose that happened to him. I mean, that happened. There were there was stuff that it was exposed that happened long ago. The difference is mm-hmm. he was still actively doing, doing that, right? 
mm-hmm. and it needed yeah. to stop and there was that predatory like you know environment around him so that's why he was exposed mm-hmm. yeah he was do he did stuff years ago but he kept doing it now the difference yeah. with someone like um uh you, like what you were saying about like statements on twitter where people were just trying to find fault um like yeah kevin hart um and james gunn um that's on that's another um popular mm-hmm. one where these guys made really like the tweets were horrible I mean they uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean they they weren't um yeah they weren't nice at, at the very least they weren't <laughs> nice you know mm-hmm. but they were said like years ago that people just be people just brought it up just so what just so they could lower Marvel's um you know viewership or something or so Marvel could mm-hmm. fire James Gunn or so Kevin Hart wouldn't be able to um to host the Oscars I mean that's mm-hmm. insane so there's um yeah there is there is a uh, there's a difference where people are trying to like find fault with someone and make an mm-hmm. issue out of it and then with someone who's like continuously doing um this sort of uh this sort of thing and not taking responsibility uh responsibility for it another um bef- um before I throw it back to you, there was a, there was one more mm-hmm. that's sort of recent um, with um, actual that happened like something like last year because I follow um, I follow a streamer. Her name is uh, Gina Darling, and mm-hmm. she had like she had this complete. Uh, she called out a guy who was basically I'm not even gonna name his name because he's not worthy to be uh, to be called out. But like. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was uh, basically going around um, dating other women, cheating on, and she was in a relationship with. She was in a relationship with him. She got. Um, he was seeing other women while while he was with her. But the worst mm-hmm. part about it is, was that he had an STD and he never told anyone. Oh, that's and, terrible, dude. Yeah, and and so she had, and the, and so she, and so she got it. She got an STD. Um, thankfully, it was curable. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. long story, uh, long story short, she really, um, she really tried to. She has a Google Drive basically compiled of like all the stories of all these women, and like they're trying mm-hmm. to find out like, okay, so what did he tell you and all that, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and all this guy did was because he's like a TikTok star was he made like this half-hearted apology went um, I think went away for a few weeks and then suddenly came back. And um, and what he's saying now is, oh, I know what it's like to be canceled. So let me, you know, uh, let me capitalize on it. So that's another that's another example oh. of like, well, I mean, this guy, like, really, he um, <laughs> he deserves all the like the call out that's um, that uh, that's mm-hmm. getting to him. Okay, so the question I wanted to ask was, you know, how he said like, if we've done things in the past, like. Um, obviously now we're not proud of it. Uh, would you be friends with someone who's done something ethically questionable in the past? That depends on whether, okay. That depends on whether, uh, on who they are now. Yeah. But let's, okay. Maybe they're like, let's say in this hypothetical situation, they're like a pretty good person now, like solid, Mm -hmm. solid pal. Yeah, but fine. maybe you learn in the past they did like sexual assault or they did like that STD thing the guy did. Right, right. Would you still befriend them knowing that? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean sexual assault is in the R word, Eric. 
Oh no! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would be. Um, I mean, once again, it all goes back to whether um, who is this person now? Did they make mm-hmm. a mess? Did they make a mess? Did they face the con? Uh, did they face the consequences of their of their actions? Are they remorseful about it, or are they? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a difference between someone who hasn't done anything, right? In that, for example, mm-hmm. they did that in, in they did that ten years ago, and then mm-hmm. they haven't done anything since. But the only reason mm-hmm. why they haven't done anything since is that they're just keeping it. You know, they're not exactly remorseful. They're not exactly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're not exactly um, feeling guilty about it. That's a different thing. But for someone mm-hmm. who, for who, for example, maybe. Got help, got psychiatric help, went mm-hmm. into rehab or something. Really, you know, this was their past. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because like I said, uh, okay, so I'm uh, once again as a uh, as someone who believes, uh, as someone who is a Christian, mm. um, the grace of God. Um, the Bible says the grace. Uh, uh, the Bible says that uh, love covers a multitude of sins. That's the love of God. Mm. And just to realize that God's grace covers such every sin, like everything, including the um, the darkest, darkest, darkest parts of people. And that's how I'm mm-hmm. also called to love others, you know? And mm-hmm. it is difficult. You know, it is, it, 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 it's not easy and it, um, it, uh, it's challenging most of the time. But that's what I'm called to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. If if it's if it's someone who is um, someone who has dealt with uh, what they did or what they've done and has like grappled with it, struggled with it, turned away from mm-hmm. it, if even if mm-hmm. that is their past, then mm-hmm. yeah, I would uh, I I would I would be afraid. I would I would say that hey, I think that's even a story of how god turned your life around that this was you mm-hmm. you were despicable those were despicable mm-hmm. things you did Th- that was horrible mm-hmm. god turned you around because I-, I don't think anyone could turn uh i don't think it's possible for or i mean it's not going to be easy for anyone to turn their life around after something like that well you're a better person than i am because <laughs> <laughs> like i i do agree where like if it was something 10 years ago and this person has actually worked and grappled with their struggles i think and they're like a better person now i think i can like you know form a friendship with them but if it was something as significant as like sexual assault or the std thing whatever i don't think i would want to be friends with anyone who ever had that train of thought even if if it was in the past Mm. i think it's because you're so intent on living in like a god-fearing way that that forgiveness and compassion comes very easy to you if i learned that thing about someone i would be like hmm maybe maybe not maybe maybe we we were not pals maybe no like i don't Uh, know how i can ever be friends with someone who was once as a person who committed sexual assault well i just i mean i just want to say that um um compassion and forgiveness doesn't come easy to me <laughs> it's not like i, I said I get that, it, but like you want you actively try for it. yeah i uh, know but i i think the reason why is because um i mean i know we're talking about cancel culture but um hmm. just for me 
I think for anyone who truly understands the grace of God and what he did, you really mm-hmm. have, um, you're really overwhelmed by it and you have no, um, you really have no other choice but to extend that same love and grace that was, that was extended to you. Um, you know, I, I know in my life that God has seen and sees uh, the darkest parts of me and the stuff that only I, even I know about Um, and he still, he sees me and he says, you know what? I still love you and you're still worthy of my love. And you're still worthy of, um, you're still worthy of, yeah. Uh, you're still worthy of acceptance by me. And you know, that doesn't disqualify you from my grace or my, or or the salvation that I offer. Um, so realizing that and, um, seeing the fault of others, I can't, you know, I'm not, that's why, uh, Every time I see Christians who act like they're holier than thou or they act like they're, they're better than anyone, I really think that they don't really get what God's grace is. Because if you get who, what God's grace is, you realize that, hey, I'm no better than anyone else. Like, you know, there's no sin that can be, you know, that's a worse sin that, uh, than I've ever done. Uh, that's not true. You realize that, oh, hey, you know what? That, that's, uh, it's the same thing. We're, we're all... We're all sinners. We're all dirty. We all do stupid stuff. And, um, and yeah, so you can, uh, you can do that. You can extend the same love and grace just because you have to have accepted that, um, that love and grace first from the Lord. So, yeah. Um, is it easy? No, it's not. Uh, I, I, I can honestly say that the, it's the Lord that enables me to do that. Let's say in the past or at any point in your life, have you ever partaken in cancel culture? And if so, can you name an instance? I'm pretty sure I have. I can't name an instance though. I can't mm. remember. But I have. I mean, like I said, it's um I've said this before in a previous episode. It's it's much easier to just judge a person than it is mm-hmm. to actually like talk to them and um, mm-hmm. you know, like understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it was. It's I've probably done it before. It's it's easier to judge someone and be like, oh well, that person is eh, whatever. And it mm-hmm. was. It's easier to just avoid not talk to the person. Yeah, rather than uh, talk to them. I can't really mm-hmm. specify a time. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I meant this also in a more like celebrity sense, not like in real life mm-hmm. with someone oh, okay. actually. You know, yeah. Like in a social media pop culture sense. I mean, I guess that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah screw that, that guy. Yeah, that 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 guy that was uh, that guy that, that that was spreading the STDs. Me, mainly because yeah, um, I don't think he feels remorseful. Mm-hmm. Although once again, I do, I do, um, I do admit that I'm I I don't know him. I don't know I I don't know mm-hmm. him for real. So it's very mm-hmm. easy to just judge a person from, you know, from, from afar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's very different when it's like a celebrity and like someone, you know. Oh yeah, I th- definitely. Um, I think definitely with people, like people you actually know, there's more compassion, more grace, more willingness to tolerate or at least be open yeah, about because, things. But because with, you know, you know them, because yeah, you know you them. context. Yeah. Um, and the thing is like, also, the culture nowadays where people put celebrities on such pedestals, the pedestals, 
pedophile. Pedestals. Not pedo. Not pedophile. Yeah. Also, those are bad. Those are bad. Those are bad. Those are bad. Yes, they are. Yeah, but yeah, people put celebrities on such pedestals, and so like call out culture happens. Like some people are really hurt by it. Yada yada. Um, how do you feel about apology videos that celebrities or people of influence make when they're called out Mm. on stuff? (laughs) Do you like appreciate those, or you're like? So this is scripted. This is clearly PR. This is to repair their image. What what stance do you have on apology videos? I don't know, honestly. I mean, once again, there. I, I mean, I, I mean, celebrities. Their image is their job. Mm-hmm. Um, their rep. Um, their reputation greatly affects their career. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm not. You know, for people like us. We, we we don't we don't need apology videos or anything or anything like that because you know no one cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, for them, I think there's a there's a degree of necessity for it. Uh-huh. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe um, it really depends. Sometimes there mm-hmm. are people who are just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's it all goes down to the sincerity. I think. Okay, so I think one great example would be like um, all those years ago when Logan Paul um, uploaded that video um, in, oh, the in the suicide forest. forest. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he took it down and he was like, oh, I'm sorry and all that. And then afterwards continued doing, you know, dumb stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you know, so it just presented, well, 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 what do you know? Uh, it's the same thing all over again. So yeah, like, is it really an apology video if you're just gonna do it again in the future in some other way? Uh, yeah. So I mean, we don't really. I mean, uh, you know, like any apology, right? And whenever someone has uh, like has apologized to you, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, sometimes uh, you, you can accept it, but then it's it's the time after that that you see whether that apology was sincere. Yeah. Totally. So uh, I guess it's the same thing. Uh, it's the same thing for them. Like, yeah, okay, you could apologize. It could seem like a PR stunt. It probably, I mean, it, it, most of the time it is because they, mm-hmm. do, like I said, there's a degree of necessity for it. Uh, that's their, yeah. it's their job. It's their public image. But if, uh, whether it's sincere um, would be seen in the, day, the days afterwards. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sort of like, eh, uh, whatever. Like, I know you need to do this. Go ahead and do it. I don't think I've actually have I have I watched an apology video before. I kind of find it cringy to be honest. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say I find them quite funny because it's always like a like a screen cap of them crying, like kind of blurred, and then like the titles all in lowercase, so you know. Okay, it's, like, I really hate. Sincere. I I don't like those <laughs> videos. Am I being too judgy? Am I being too judgy? No. I mean, I'm, I'm like, here with you, so we can both be. I mean, no, okay, wait, wait, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, I would understand. Okay, uh, let me rephrase. I would understand if, if something was emotional, and then like you know they're saying sorry, like yeah, you would cry. But I just don't like you know, um, how like you know, there's like YouTube personalities where like we broke up. And they're like you know you're, you're videoing the whole thing. <laughs> That's and not I'll, even an apology video like, for breaking you up. Know, you know, you know what's worse? There are people who are like on social media, they go like they're like crying or during the hospital, and they're like I could just imagine, you know, just imagine them like taking that in that moment, like they're really crying. They're like, <laughs> <when> it's like, 
it's so cringy. Uh, for anyone listening oh, this man. who thinks I'm judgy, maybe yeah, maybe I am. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's a very fair thing to be judgy about. Like I'm okay if people hate me, so it's fine. <laughs> also, it's just oh. like how do people do it like when they're crying and they like take pictures of themselves crying like it's such a gen know, z thing right? where they're like i know really bawling and they just take pictures of themselves and they're crying I'm i like, gotta say it's you, not gen okay? z it's not just or, gen z there are people in our uh, generation too yeah like millenn- I, millennials millenn- yeah i do because i do know i i had i have someone who once uh, posted like before and after photos yeah exactly no dude no i'm not joking like they were crying like before like really cried and after it's like smile i'm like oh Hmm. the cringe is so hard the cringe the the cringe factor is so high i was just like but yeah Like, never in my life, even if I was, like, in the throes of despair and just, like, really crying and shaking, have I thought, you know what? I want to record this. Like, even if it's for the idea of, like, I want to see my progress, like, at this time and in the future. Right, right, right. right. never crossed my mind. And some people are just willingly doing that, like, eh, hello. Is it because we're introverts, maybe? I don't know. Mm, I feel like some introverted people do it, too. Mm. Oh. I, I mean, uh, hey, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it is cringy. Do you think there's a better alternative to cancel culture in the realm of social media and like pop culture, Twitter universe thing? In the realm of social media? No. Yeah. There's no better alternative in your There's mind? absolutely none. Because the thing about social media is... Um, the thing about social media is that it's trained us uh, uh, to long or to want immediacy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it used to be that we are on YouTube, right? And, uh, and, then, and then Vine came along and then suddenly it became like, uh, what is it? 20 second videos. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and, then, and, then, and, then, and then there's TikTok now, which are like, you know, yeah, short form. You know, we, we all want it to be immediate we want it to be we we want it to be short twitter Mm -hmm. has what 250 characters and all that how can you um Mm -hmm. uh i mean i guess uh, it's it's there are times when there are times when meaningful conversations do happen in social Mm -hmm. media but it is very very rare Mm -hmm. most of the time social media is home to people who think that screens and keyboards are able to protect them and they can say mm-hmm. whatever the heck they want. And the, yeah. Philippines, the Philippines is such a great, great example for that. Um, so they just, they just say whatever they want to people because, um, first of all, they're, yeah, they're protected because of their you know, digital persona. And number two, mm-hmm. they think that the person there, whoever they're calling out, whatever, they're who whatever expletive they're throwing at this person, they don't think they're an actual person. Um, you know, it's easy to just um, to demean them. So, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, uh, 
yeah, I don't think I don't think there is a way to to make it better in social media. I get uh, I would say like have meaningful conversations, but like I said, I don't think social media is a is a uh, how do you say it? it's a proper channel, not really proper, a conducive platform. Yeah, because it's just filled with people who are just um, hating, you know. That's why even like, okay, so I like, I follow influencers too, like Instagram and all that, or like TikTok influencers. And, you know, it's so interesting that even for them, they really, they really do take time out of social media. They take time to, you know, not interact with, uh, you know, their maybe fan base, you could say, because it just gets to them. You know, there's always people we're going to treat you as a personality and that's it. You know, you're not a person, you're a celebrity. You're not a person, you're a personality. Uh, and in social media, that's what it is. That, that's who you are and that's how people treat you. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of treating people like celebrities and not people, like how do you feel about like celebrities that are called out to apologize for something their friend did? Like I, yeah, I think that's insane. Cause like I do follow like the celebrity cause I really like the show. And then I kept up, I noticed like people were really angry at her for some reason. And they're like, oh, your friend said this and it was really racist. Uh, You should apologize or something like that. Where it's like, she didn't even do it. And she was like getting pressure for, to apologize for something her friend did. Cause people are put her on such a high pedestal that they're like, Oh, I can't believe she would associate with someone like this. Like, social media is so, and fan culture is so insane that they're like putting, yeah, like I said, putting people on these pedestals where it's like they, like everything about them and everything around them has to be perfect or perfectly like PC. It's interesting that people, it's interesting that people, you know, they they demand things of like of celebrities or whatever. Yes. Um, uh, they demand they demand things that they wouldn't you know demand of other people or of themselves exactly it's right like what you said they don't consider them as people anymore just like these exactly little heroes they're just you know they're just yeah they're just personalities uh but the one thing that i i posted uh it's interesting that i um because i just posted a video on facebook like yesterday or like a few days mm-hmm. ago of robert downey jr accepting a an award and he specifically asked Mel Gibson to present it to him. And for those mm-hmm. who know, um, for those who know Mel Gibson, he had like he had a troubled, you know, time. There was a time where he made anti-Semitic um, comments. There was a time where he was caught drunk driving, I think, and maybe there was drugs involved. And mm-hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. really made like a really. Um, not impassioned speech, but then he really made a point and said that the reason why I asked Mel to be the one to present the award today, because when I was going through that, Robert Downey Jr. also had his own, um, yeah, his own history, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man resurrected his career. He's like, when I was yeah. going through that whole thing, Mel Gibbs, uh, Mel was the one who gave me a, put a roof over my head, put food on the table. And he was the one telling me that, hey, I get better so you can help the next person. And he even made a joke and said, Mel probably didn't realize that the next person was going to be him. And so now, <laughs> as I stand before you today, he was like saying, please um, forgive my friend because he's a good guy. 
and you know mm-hmm. let him let him uh let him continue making art and i thought that mm-hmm. was so that, that was legit and i mean until mm-hmm. now until now people would be like mel gibson got cast in that movie like why mm-hmm. let anti-semitic guy, i mean like that was years ago was that dumb mm-hmm. yes was he wrong yeah but it's over like you know and he also like and he has clearly made amends for it so mm-hmm. what are we what are we still doing um yeah it's it, um I mean, it used to be tabloids, right? It used to be magazines. It used to be gossip newspapers. But now mm-hmm. with Instagram and all that stuff, you would think, actually, you would think that it would make stuff more personal, right? Because, I mean, Instagram, mm-hmm. it's, your, it's your thing, right? It's, yeah. you handle it. And you think that celebrities would be able, uh, you know, if they have their own Instagram account, they could interact with fans more and all that. But actually, it just... It opens up the door for people to just spew hate on you and just, mm-hmm. you know, um, instead of people like, you know, reading on a magazine and then making like ridiculous comments. Now, what people are going to do is they're just going to go straight on your DMs or your mm-hmm. Instagram comments and just call you whatever. I don't know. But yeah. You, do you know? It's another thing that we should have talked about when it came, comes to cancel culture. Sometimes people are just really ill-informed when they want to cancel people about something. Like, yeah. it's just something out of context. And they're like, oh, they said this. We need to burn them at the stake for it. And it's like, and then some, someone else will come in. It's like, did you do your research? Because A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And other person's like, eh, my bad. Yeah. But also, I Ooh. think, one thing that we also have to realize is that there's a big disconnect. There's mm. always a big disconnect. I mean, we think we know these people. We think we know what they went through. We don't. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a, there, uh, even though we can claim to know what we, what they did or whatever, there, there's, mm-hmm. um, it's never going to be um, as clear. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I guess that's why for me also it's very you know I'm very like hesitant to just go and um to just go and you know just uh, condemn uh, a person. Um, one of the I guess another example that um happened and this one uh, this one is good this one is a good example I think because this is a guy who was he's a Christian comedian and he. He makes um he he really does comedy in like churches, you know. That's his audience. His audience are Christians. And I think this was what a year ago, two years ago. He was on his way, you know, he was doing tours, he was he was being successful. He was on his way to have a Netflix special. And then um and then uh word got out that he was getting uh that he was harassing women was it harassing i want to uh i want to get this right but yeah i think there were there were some instances where he was taking advantage of women and he got uh, uh, and then he was gone and then he was gone he he took some time off he went to he went to rehab and all that and now he's back he's back doing tours and all that 
and people are people are people are divided because people are like well um i do know some uh, i know someone who said that well he shouldn't really be back like he shouldn't have all that um he shouldn't have all that you know that success and all uh, and all that again you know just just going back um but uh yeah i mean that there's a thing where okay so how long does a person have to be like in the doghouse or, or something like that until they um until they go back to what they're doing or to their job i mean uh, for him this guy his job is a his job is a comedian so but and i think it also I mean, there's really, like I said, there's the consequence of it. There are people who are never going to watch him again. And that's just the, that's just the consequence of it. It's, yeah, um, he has to, he has to, uh, he has to deal with that. And there are people who are never going to trust him again. I mean, it all comes with, it all comes with the territory. But I think, um, I think we like, uh, we like redemption stories, but we only like, um, certain people getting redeemed <laughs> as a society. Yeah, that's true. Like we only like the likable people. Like if this person gets mm-hmm. redeemed, then that's fine. But if another person, if this person we don't like, then yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. that guy, I think it's still. Uh, I think it's still debatable. I'm. I'm sort of. I'm happy for me personally. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's back, and I'm happy that he seems to have gotten. Um, you know, he seems to be okay. Although mm-hmm. I don't know, like. I don't know what he did. Like, how about the victims that, you know, that course, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, the 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 victims that suffered from him. Like, what did he do? And a lot of people are, a lot of people are actually were demanding. They're like, what did you do with the, uh, the victims? I mean, I mean, I can't say they didn't do anything. Maybe he did something uh, um, that, you know, that wasn't public. So I'm not going to, you know, rat him out on that or something or, or anything. Like that. And anyways, if you do something just to like, if you do something just to like calm the public notion of you, um, I don't think it really works anyway. Oh yeah. Speaking of like redemption stories and oh, it was like ill-informed call outs. Yeah. Um, like the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation. Oh, they were, everyone was like, Oh, he's abusive to Amber and he lost all these job opportunities. And then only to find out that actually she was the one who was abusive of him. Yeah um that was and horrible Am- and, and it yeah, cost and- him like grindelwald so, which i hate yeah. so much because i yeah. love him as grindelwald and i i don't know i don't really follow news much but i don't think amber got as severe as punishment as he did when no. the truth came out like she's still no. an aquaman and everything which is like like what you said some people want to be redeeming for some people they're like oh you know they kind of brush past it. They're like, oh, we hate him now or hate her now. And then they're just like, okay with it. And other yeah. people get like more severe punishments or ostracization, yeah. ostracization, depending on their likability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's that insane. was also like, like I'm not, I, I, like I'm not trying to like say that, okay, Amber needs to, Amber needs to stop being Mira and all that, or like she needs to lose her job, lose her all that, all this stuff. But yeah, I think it's the, I think people are crying out for or calling foul on that because of just the, like what you said, the inequality of the treatment. Mm-hmm. Like, like he went through all that stuff, he lost roles. Meanwhile, she seems to be, you know, 
she seems to be going okay. But once again, like I said, there's like the, there's that disconnect again. We don't mm-hmm. know really what's uh, we don't really know what's uh, what's happening. We can only know what's what we read or like what the media reports. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been an instance where like a let's say a celebrity or like a director, an actor, author that you like was exposed for something terrible that made you not want to support their work anymore? Ooh. Uh, there was one. There was one that really broke my heart. Mm. Um, he was an apologist. His name was Ravi Zacharias. Mm. Um, and, and the interesting thing about this was he was exposed when he died. He had Oof. died. Yeah. He had died. And I think a month after. Um, there were reports that were released that he was, that he had harassed women. Oh no. And I mean, and I mean, as, and I mean, this was a guy who, who went around the world. Um, you know, in universities, like really t- uh, talking to people like on a on an educational, like logical level, apologist. That's what an apologist means. Like really answering questions about the Bible, about God, about Jesus and all that. So he was really like this man of faith, this man of God, and everyone looked up to him. And then this news came out. And so, of course, my, my initial reaction was, ah, this is probably not true. First of all, he's dead. Like, why did this mm. come out when he died? And, you know, and then anyway, um, but the, the, the people who broke it weren't just any other, weren't any other people. It was his actual foundation, the foundation that um, he set up. They actually Dang. like, yeah, they actually like broke the report and said the investigation is still going on, but, uh, but uh, this is the initial findings. And they said they'll report on it again. Um and then after that, uh, after the actual report came out, like weeks later, I think it was also like a month later, it was almost, it was undeniable um, because the people who were um, investigating it uh, was an independent, uh, it was an independent firm. It wasn't like, you know, they had, they, they, they had no, like, they would have no intention of like destroying his name or whatever or anything like that. And it was presented to, once again, the foundation and the the person who had to the person who had to break it was the new CEO of the foundation who happened to be his daughter. So that was Ooh. that was so that was difficult. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it uh, and then suddenly now you have this, and then suddenly now for me you had this thing because he was he made great arguments about not arguments but he he really had a gift of being able to logically um explain and expound like uh theology the bible god jesus and he was able to really articulate it so well and he would be able to you know um to talk with to talk with people students in universities and his foundation really does uh, trained people like that. All the people who were trained under uh, in his foundation, they all really got his way of like expounding people. But then, you and then you get and then you get this and then you get this revelation. And I was like, wow, that's um, 
that's insane. So like there, so there was like that initial question of like, so what do you do? Do you, do you take away all this? Because I did learn a lot from him. Mm-hmm. I learned like, oh, wow. So this is like the reasoning that you, um, this is the reasoning that you did. I think I actually even uh, said one of his explanations to you and you're just not aware that oh. I used it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I did, cool. but I did, but, but I did like use the reasoning that he had and I, and I, and I said it to you uh, once when we met. Um, so like there was that, uh, that thing of like, okay, so do I separate this or separate that? And, and like, and yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, in, in that case, I'm like, yeah, I could, uh, I could still use what I learned from him, but also not um, ignore the fact that this is what he did. And this is, um, uh, this is the stuff that he committed. And I mean, just, I, there are there were people because he was, you know, he was a minister. There were people who were like saying, well, is he in heaven now or is he in hell and all that? And I mean, I don't know. I mean, that I, on, honestly, there, there's no way to know. I, I, I hope he dealt with it, but uh, uh, between him and God, but I think it was, also, I think it's also unfair that he was, I don't think he was able to, um, you know, give his victims proper closure and these victims are going to have to live with it for the rest of their lives like they're gonna they're they're gonna they're gonna be scarred um he's dead now and you know um that's it but for them uh they're still gonna have to uh to grapple with it and yeah that was uh, that was a difficult thing so yeah, still to swallow. Yeah, yeah. Oof. How about you, yeah. DJ? Do you have anyone? Um, I I just feel like as I've grown up, I care less and less about the lives of celebrities because like, you just realize when you get older that like they're just a form of entertainment, and you really shouldn't put anyone on a pedestal. Legit. Yeah. That's yeah. A good... Um. Yeah. Like when you, and also when you get older, you like you can critically think more. You can understand like the media you're consuming, probably the concept behind it is, is actually very terrible, like child soldiers or, some, or something like that. It's like terrible. Why, why is content being made about this? But it's, it's like also good TV. Like you develop critical thinking <laughs> as you get older and you realize like you can consume content that is problematic, recognize that it's problematic and still enjoy it. Because it's yeah. like fiction, it's a TV show. You enjoy and, you enjoy the problematic aspect of it without really yeah. like, wanting <laughs> like the whole- wanting the problematic <laughs> to come to life. Yeah, it's like I can enjoy it in a fiction world. Obviously, I don't support child soldiers in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't? Are you sure? It's like Hunger Games. Like everyone's like, "Whoa, this is so cool!" And then uh, actually, when you think about it, it's like. Oh, this is so bad. No, I wouldn't not. want this in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, as you get older, critical thinking, recognizing no one is completely blameless. And also you develop a life of your own when you're adult and you're not on the internet so much. So you really mm-hmm. don't give two crap cakes about what a celebrity on some other part in some other part of the world is doing. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure I did enjoy celebrities at one point and oh yeah I know you found did. out that yeah like I, I used to really like Glee and everyone there almost everyone yeah. got revealed to be very sketch 
like especially the one Lee and I, Michelle, right? Racist yeah, and just Leah spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thankfully I was never that much of a Leah fan. I was more of a Corey and Diana fan, and they're actually not very problematic. One of them is dead though, which rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I just, just, I'm trying to, to be get fair, all my thoughts To out. be fair, it's Corey, rest in peace, who died, yeah, not Diana. Please. Was, not Diana. Don't, please don't take Diana Agron away from us. I still have a please, crush on no. Diana Agron. She's absolutely gorgeous and talented. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've liked things that were, like, or people that were, I considered really great. And I was younger, like 14, and then only later to find out they're, they're not so great. And social media and Hollywood has a way of presenting people that they're, oh, so awesome. Right. And then with like platforms like Twitter and Instagram and things and people becoming more and more invested in the lives of others as opposed to their own, you get to discover maybe some of these people you like did very not so nice things. Uh, I can't recall an instance right now, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I liked someone in the past and found out they were just, Dickhead, sorry, am I not? I'm allowed to say that. Jerk, Dickheaded? jerk faces. Mm, sure. I, um, dickhead, not thickhead. Oh, dickhead. But I appreciate you censoring my. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, um, I, re- I honestly thought you said thickhead. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. Uh, but yeah, I I'm so disconnected from like the life I used to lead, where I really liked celebrities before that I can't yeah. really name an instance now. And that goes to show my growth, I think, as someone who used to be very young and invested in the lives of celebrities and someone now who holds these opinions. Okay. Yeah. Um, last question. This is mm-hmm. just for fun. Sure. If you were to be called out for something that you did in the past, mm-hmm. what do you think it would be? Let's let's be really honest and humble here, and just full sure. openness and vulnerability. Put our flaws out there for the world to I, see. I, I've said I've said this before. One of the one of the worst things that that I did when I was a kid, and this was back when I was a kid. So we're gonna we're we're gonna say past things. One of the worst <laughs> things that I did back when I was a kid, I was in like first grade or whatever, and I made fun uh, constantly of a girl who had dark skin, and Oof, it colorism. was yeah. And it was so like, and you would think that this wouldn't happen in like the Philippines, mm-hmm. where there's nothing That's like exactly you know, what I expected to happen. Yeah, there were, <laughs> I no, I mean like, uh, I I didn't think it would be like, what I mean now when I realize it, I'm like, wow, to that extent, like because I'm really surprised that it happened because no one, you know, no one teaches that. No mm-hmm. one teaches that, oh, you go make fun of, uh, oh, oh, dark people are funny. You know, dark colored people are funny. No one taught you that. But somehow, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, there was something in me that, you know, that said, oh, you know what? I should make fun of that. Uh, I should make fun of that girl. And mm-hmm. like a bunch of me and my friends would, would make fun of her constantly, constantly. And it was mm-hmm. something that I really, really um, uh, regret. And uh, mm. if I could, if I could be able to like, to meet that person now, I would really, really, really say sorry because I really think we made her life difficult during those times. Yeah. But yeah, that's one <laughs> thing I would definitely be called out for, probably get canceled for. Oh my gosh. Ah, mm. uh, Eric, terrible. <laughs> Horrible human being. Uh, mm. okay. Yes, I am. Yeah. 
Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did a lot of dumb stuff in the past out of ignorance and just y'all could can- y'all could cancel DG for telling for for her telling me I I was so annoying back in like third <laughs> in the third grade. Yeah, like Eric, you're so annoying. Work on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she told me to. I still told, do that now. She told me to work on it. She actually told me she she said, "I think we should like don't don't spend too much time with me anymore because you've been annoying, and like you need to work on." It. And then like and then like later she told another kid, "Look at Eric. He used to be annoying, but he worked on it. Now we're friends again." See, I advocated for you. You learned. <laughs> And um, this is this is an example of a of a person who does not feel remorseful about what about what happened in the past, <laughs> and therefore deserves to be canceled. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. In the past, I'm pretty sure I was part of like bullying to an extent of this kid who was I'm I'm guessing mentally ill, except we couldn't really understand that. Like he had oh, probably issues with. ADHD or ADD, some attention disorder. And like he had a lot of anger issues because of it. And he was even on medication. Um, But we didn't really understand that because we were like in the fifth grade. Uh, We all just like kept making fun of him. Um, So I'm not proud of that. Uh, I think as we got older though, and he he left our school and then came to visit at one point, we were like, oh, hey, welcome back. And we were like really nice to him. I don't think it occurred to us to apologize them, but we treated him nicely as opposed to how we used to treat him when we mm. were younger, like kids. Yeah, yeah. But also, even when we were doing that as kids, we didn't think it was like malicious. We just thought it was funny, which was terrible. Like, but kids are sometimes the worst. I was the worst as a child and a teenager. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure my language also when I was a teenager wasn't particularly great. I'm pretty sure I threw the word gay around as a replacement for like meaning lame or like not. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At some yeah. point that I don't feel proud about that. Um, I mean, there's a I'm lot of things like, we regret. There's a lot of things we regret sure. that back when we were I, kids. I never said the N word though, because I was taught that like, that's bad thing, which is quite great. Um, but even then that's not really like a little thing to worth to hang on to because it's yeah. just like basic human decency at this point. Um, yeah, I used to hang out with people that like were unfaithful to their girlfriends. That wasn't great of me. Uh, like wait, I mean, school. why is it why why is it that why is it not great of you? You weren't unfaithful; they were. Yeah, but I was friends with the people they were in relationships with, and what kind of friend am I? Oh, if I'm like, yeah, okay. So that, yeah, that's that, that's that's yeah. different. Okay, I thought you like, were just like friends with someone who was cheating on someone, and then be like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was just like in a like I used to adopt this mindset of like, oh, it's none of my business, not my relationship, so I shouldn't do anything about it. Like that very Asian culture where it's like not my problem, not gonna touch it. Right. Uh, so that wasn't great. I think now that I'm older and I'm more intentional about the friends I make, if I find out they're being unfaithful and this the person they're dating is also like a really good friend of mine, I would feel obligated to be like, hey, the person you're dating, not a good person. Because <laughs> like you, yeah. you have like an obligation at, at like at a point when you've become. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like a friends with someone. 
so yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't great of me. So I'm pretty sure I could be canceled for any of those reasons. Yeah. I could probably be canceled for this. Like all the things we talk about at probably. some point, I'm pretty sure I've said something that probably. has offended someone and they'll be probably. like, actually, I don't like what you said. It's very ignorant. But you see, here's form. the thing. Then again, who isn't offended uh, anymore? Everyone's offended by something, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone just finds something to be offended by. There are people who are offended by the fact that you have to wear masks. Like that's, that's the most insane thing to me. It's like, it's infringing on my freedom. Yeah. I'm like it's a piece of cloth for the protection let's, of let, others. Let's be honest. It's only, it's only, it's only the United States, but yeah. The Karens. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I, well, is this being, ju- no, it's not being judgy because it is happening, but it is, um, the whole world is really just, you know, mind blown by the fact that mask wearing and vaccine vaccines are politicized in the U.S. But hey, y'all, y'all do your eagles and your flags and your freedom and whatever, and keep believing you're the greatest country in the world. You know, whatever. <laughs> Throwback to Eric was like, I'm, "Am I being judgmental? I hope I'm not being judgmental." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got I, I, judgmental now and we don't care. <laughs> I mean, I am being judgmental now, but I think my judgment is based on um, on the facts that's happening right now. It's warranted. Yeah, there are. There, but there, I mean, granted, there are also people who are as frustrated as me in the United States who are like, mm-hmm. why, 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 why can't you just, you know, get vaccinated and, and, and get a mask? But yeah, anyways, out of um, just curiosity. If you find out someone's unvaccinated and you ask them why and they say, oh, because I don't believe in it, does that change your opinion of them? In a sense, yeah, it would. Mm. Because I'd be like, but I would, I guess, I guess I would also, I, I, so I guess this is something that I haven't done yet because I, I also want to know all, all that I know of like people who have been, yeah, like I said, I always hear it. It's always in the U.S., and I think it's only in the U.S. really that it's politicized. But I haven't really heard anyone like um, I haven't really heard a discussion of where like, hey, OK, so why do you not want to get vaccinated? A lot of times, um, the well, I mean, of the stuff that I've heard or read about, it's all really like conspiracy theories and all that. Mm-hmm. I haven't really read. I haven't really had someone who's like, I'm not going to get vaccinated because and they really have like legit reasons. I do know mm-hmm. of people who are unvaxxed and because uh because they uh because they have like health reasons or or mm-hmm. or whatever. Um okay, so wait, maybe I have heard of people. <laughs> wait, <laughs> retract, retract. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I have heard of people who who have said that yeah, they are uh, they're not getting vaccinated or they're just waiting. They're still waiting mm-hmm. for a proper one because of health complications mm-hmm. and that's great and i think in the yeah, u.s it all, sure. it all it also says anyway that hey go check with your doctor and see which vaccine is um is right for you because mm-hmm. there are people you know with um there are people with brain complications heart complications whatever and yeah but it's not like i'm not gonna get vaccinated because q there's chips in there or whatever it's like oh god <sighs> So that's just being yeah. dumb. That's just being straight yeah. up like um straight up dumb. But yeah, if, if someone came up to me and be like and be like, I'm not getting vaccinated because I, I don't believe in it, I'm just gonna be like, okay, like what 
don't you believe it? I do know. Um, I, I think there were people also um, who I know who were they're vaccinated now, but they were really debating on whether to do it because they were they got really scared, and they were like, "Oh, we've been hearing all the side effects," and I'm just like, "Then they've been just reading all about side effects because the side effects of back of the vaccines are really low. I mean, there are side effects. There are people who have died, but mm-hmm. it's a really low. But it's a low number." So if you're yeah. going to be scared, then you're probably just reading all those reports over and over and over again. You know, you're focusing on the side effects. Meanwhile, there's this whole big number of, you know, people um, where successes. Yeah, successes. So, yeah. yeah. Have you I had mean, people you like go that? In the, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure like my mom just constantly complains to me about certain friends of hers that don't want the vaccine because of fear of things they read online. Like, Um, it's also the thing, if you go online and you search enough, you can find content that supports your beliefs and like so that you maintain that opinion. So again, it's like critical thought and personal choice, whether or not to get vaccinated. But like, in my opinion, I would like myself and people I'm around to be vaccinated. But like you said, it's also a valid reason if you have health complications, whether or not you can get vaccinated. I think my opinion only changes of people when they don't want to be vaccinated is if it's like they don't believe in it or conspiracy theories or things like that but if it's a valid reason like health reasons then obviously my opinion of them is not going to change just circling back to cancel culture and i'm and just flipping flipping it a bit circling back to cancel culture but still on the topic (laughs) of vaccination it's interesting because there is this broadway star that i follow her name is laura osnes 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 okay and she made the decision not to get vaccinated. She's American. She's American. Ooh. Yeah. She made the decision not to get vaccinated and she has a husband. Um, she's not revealing why, although she did mention in her, she made a statement out on Instagram. She, she said something about, she has discussed with her doctor and they've decided not to get vaccinated. Um, and I think, this is where cancel culture kind of flips the page because now the people who are vaccinated are calling for her to be like canceled. They want nothing to I do with see. her because she's, she, because she's not vaccinated. So you see, there's a whole like, no, no one is, it, it, it's really that thing where you have moral superiority over, um, yeah. over a person. Um, or common sense. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I just have to make that cat I mean, comment. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, sometimes, yeah, sure. I mean, sometimes, yeah, sure. But I, I, that's where I guess that's where cancel culture is a slippery slope, because you yeah. feel at first that you think you're right. You know, that's mm-hmm. where it comes from. You think you're right, um, and that's why you feel like, oh, I can call this person out without really mm-hmm. knowing, uh, without really knowing the um the the full story maybe like i said like for 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 me uh yeah sure i made fun of like the generally how there are americans who who believe in like conspiracy theories and all that but yeah um i do want to know hey how'd you get there (laughs) how'd you how'd you you come to believe this stuff and then you know uh like yeah have a have a conversation about that but yeah, so it goes both ways. Cancel culture is a slippery slope for for anyone who tries to embark on it, really. <laughs> Wait, 
throwing it back to this Broadway lady, did she explain sure. why she decided not to get unvaccinated or just backed it up by saying my doctor and I decided not to get vaccinated? Was it a health if complication? I, if I remember correctly, all she said was, um, all she said was um, she and her husband discussed it with their doctor and they said they wouldn't get vaccinated. That's all she said. So I don't Interesting. know. So I'm not sure if it's a if it's a health complication. I'm not sure. It could it could be you know I don't know. It could be it could be a very well worded like PR uh, you know statement where she's really yeah. just trying to cover up that she doesn't want to get vaccinated and that's it. Or it could be mm-hmm. there is a health complication that she has that she doesn't want to share, and yeah, she would rather she would rather um, she would rather get the the hate or the threat of being canceled rather than reveal to anyone like you know, uh, what she's going through. I don't, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's a great example of cancel culture, whether or not you want to interact with someone if they're vaccinated or not, which is a great example of how cancel culture could easily be used where you either support people or ostracize them based yeah. on the stance they have. Of I think very relevant think, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think once we get, uh, once we start ostracizing people, then that's I think what, that's when we have to like question um, ourselves. Yeah, I mean, but I think. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. go ahead. What? No, finish your thought, please. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. You. Oh, you, you. Uh, I, w- I was just gonna say, like, with vaccination, it's a tricky topic as well because it's true. Vaccination makes the difference whether you get this very transmittable disease or not and this disease is known to kill people so yeah. it's like uh, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. important that you have it's like if you choose not to get it it's like people can die so it's like mm, why do you have this stance it's like do you not care about other people right yeah, yeah. And like i said I, like i said there's really very rare people who actually have good reasons or like actual logical reasons for not getting vaccinated aside from Mm -hmm. conspiracy theories chips QAnon, or whatever the or whatever like the fear that they uh that they've read online and all that stuff but but uh, but yeah i mean I, i guess um i guess there's also that um you're right like yeah if you go to a certain place if you're not getting vaccinated you have you have a certain thing where uh, you you're a threat to to other people. I, uh, yeah, I don't understand it, but I guess maybe we also shouldn't be like you know I'm not going to talk to this person because they're uh, you know they're anti-vax or, or stuff like that. I mean, how are how do you expect to um, convince a person um, to get vaccinated by <laughs> telling them I'm not going to talk to you anymore? I'm going to cut all <laughs> ties with you because you know. I mean that's not that that's not the way to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you want to get them, you want to get them vaccinated. You know, you have a discussion with them. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. Like once again, this um, we've lost the ability to communicate. We've lost the patience yeah. to communicate because it's mm-hmm. so much easier to judge people. Um, but yeah, but 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 for those who are like saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna get vaccinated because you know um, the government." Eh? And all that, like and all they that. They want to chip uh, us all and track us. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I mean, if you do that, um, yeah, I'm gonna laugh at you when people say you can't get into a uh, a Starbucks or something, especially for people who like don't want to wear a mask. Like, oh my gosh, 
like like if you don't want to wear a mask and you know and then oh they refuse service i'm laughing at you i am laughing am i judging yes i'm judging you <laughs> i am judging you because uh uh yeah i mean uh <laughs> i i love you like you know i know i know god's grace uh, um you know is extended to you but um i i'm sincerely praying that the holy spirit really gives you a boost of intelligence because i think you need it you desperately need it yeah a crumb of common sense yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i think like the silliest uh, reason or reason one of the silliest reasons i've heard about like not getting vaccinated is like oh your body's supposed to learn how to fight this so you shouldn't put anything right. else in it it's like people in the past have fought polio and all these other things i'm like yeah you want to know how they fought that they got a vaccine yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. It's like you you look at the history, right? You look at all pandemics in the in, in in the course of history. There were vaccines. There were always vaccines. And then now suddenly for 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 some reason we think there are people or there are people who think that for for this one we could just get natural immunity. Like, you know, <laughs> herd immunity. Yeah, it's so oh. But once again, I I just really find it really fascinating because uh I really don't find it um as big of an issue or as politicized anywhere else other than the US. It's really just a big issue there. I have like really US just has a lot of opinions everyone there. <laughs> what's new? <laughs> <laughs> really what's new America America baby <laughs> are we have this, has this become has this become a, a cancel fest for American <laughs> we're like cancel culture is bad proceeds to cancel the US yeah, proceeds <laughs> to cancel the US no um, I still uh, see I do wanna... anyone can be a hypocrite even exactly. us <laughs> <laughs> Look at our example. <laughs> I still do want to visit the US. You guys have great candy. I just want to see all of like Colorado and the natural whatever forms they have there. Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. Lakes. Right. Forests. Yeah. yeah. Beyond that, I have no interest lakes. in really being in a <laughs> Lakes. Lakes. Forests. Lakes. Forests. Lakes, forests. Canyons. <laughs> canyons. Yeah. Wanna... And, then, and then I'll be like, okay, bye. New York City. I want to go to New York City, but yeah, no, but yeah, just to visit, just mm-hmm. to j- just to visit. But yes. Hmm. <sighs> well, this has been another great episode, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what were we talking about? Right, cancel culture. Right. So uh, cancel, cancel culture. culture. <laughs> cancel culture is bad, guys. Uh, <laughs> not good. Mm-mm. It's not Don't good. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I Parting think I, I, I think it just goes to show that it is easier to just uh, to just judge people. It's easier. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to just be uh, to just be at a distance and like throw apples and oranges at them mm-hmm. instead of actually like understanding what they uh, what they're going through. And yeah, yeah um, cancel culture is a slippery slope. It's a very very slippery slope mm-hmm. because it. I really do think it is rooted in the in the perception that I am better than someone else. And that's why yeah. I need to um, 
at least now at least now that's what's happened because like mm-hmm. i said back back when like i don't know if you agree but back when like the me too movement happened it was really people who were calling out for justice they yeah. were people these were people who uh these were women who were saying this is what happened to me i need to speak up and this needs to stop that was it mm-hmm. they weren't trying to can- they weren't trying to necessarily cancel a person they were trying yeah. to hold him accountable that was what yeah, was public happening. calling for accountability yeah mm-hmm. accountability calling for accountability calling for accountability not just for this person but for the systems that were in place that seemed to be yeah. really protecting um this person you know yeah it was a systematic thing um mm-hmm. and so that was uh, that was the intent but now it seems to be like you know oh you tweeted this Oh, how dare you! Bad, slippery slope, indeed. Yeah. So now it becomes that it becomes oh, because I'm a great person, I haven't done anything, or it's because I'm a normal person. No one, no one, no one cares if I tweeted uh, dumb stuff, you know, back in 2010. So therefore, I could call this slightly more um, notable, famous person out because of something he tweeted, which is considerably less. Uh, offensive than what I tweeted 10 years ago but hey he's famous so he needs to be accountable uh bonk 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 no one can see it right now except me but Eric's like brandishing his wand yes. <laughs> bonk 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 no. <laughs> yo <laughs> cancel right. cancelius pulturus <laughs> oh my goodness DJ okay you? Uh, my parting words, yeah. Um, let's let's put some thought into our actions before we make them. Uh, or our words. In our words. Or yeah, our words. Uh, especially if it's someone in real life, like someone you actually know. Maybe a discussion with them, very frank and honest one, would be more helpful as opposed to like a brash action. But then again, it's also like, no, this is this is completely unrelated. I was gonna. I was going to talk about boundaries or something and, you know, you have the right to distance yourself from anyone who makes you uncomfortable or something like that. Like you're not obligated in any sense, but like in general, if it's like an opinion that people give that no one's sure about, of, about someone else, like could be a rumor or whatever, you know, have a frank conversation with the person they're blaming first, see if you can, you know, understand their situation where they're coming from why they did this yeah before being like canceled yeah so empathy compassion understanding the huge right like let's make a habit of not being a dick from the (laughs) get-go true sorry i keep saying dick is that bad jerk jerk jerk. don't be let's not be be jerks Yep. Be kind. That's... Be kind. Be kind. Gosh. It yeah. is difficult to do in the, um, in this day and age. But anyways, mm-hmm. thank you everyone for listening to another episode. We hope you like that. If you have um if you have comments um or if you would like to say how wrong we are or how hypocritical we are <laughs> for talking about cancel culture and proceeding to cancel a whole nation. <laughs> 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 But anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. Uh, And yeah, be kind, guys. Say bye, DG. Bye.